Listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings We're talking baseball It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fans? Happy Monday. Monday morning. Ooh, Monday morning. We haven't done a morning show in quite some time. Been I know Julia while. just got some sad news. Maybe we'll get to it towards the end of the show. We got a few things to run through because yes. we are going to welcome Daniel and Tori Murphy Woo-hoo! to the show, which is very, very exciting. Happy news I needed. Happy news. Happy news. Yeah, for sure. Uh, turn the <laughs> tables a little bit because Julia got some sad news, but we'll talk about that later. Cliffhanger. Um, yeah, so an early show. The Mets are still in first place. And guess how many days, if you had to guess? I don't know if you saw Anthony DeComo's tweet, but how I many consecutive days have the Mets been in first place now? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. I'm going to say 70-ish? Almost. 65 days wow. the Mets have been in first place. So each week we like recap a little bit what's been going on with the Mets. As you know, if you're one of the fact checkers, we love you in the comments. Yes. Thanks for showing up uh, early here on Monday. Uh, maybe you're having coffee. Maybe you're on the West Coast. You're just waking up, drying the uh, the, uh, what so it, the salt the out of your Coasters, eyes, the sand yeah. out of your eyes, whatever it may be. But uh, <laughs> the Mets are 47 and 40. They are still seven games over for over 500. And they are three and a half games over Philly. And besides Philly, mm-hmm. every team in the in well, Philly's a 500 team. Yep. Besides them, everyone's under. So as long as the Mets keep doing what they're doing, it's they, the Mets division to lose. They got through that stretch. They yeah. got through that those 31 get 31 days with like a billion games. Yep. These rain delays, so on and so forth. The Mets are still doing their thing. So uh, on the bright side, besides being in first place for mm-hmm. almost 70 days, the trade deadline is coming up soon, and I don't think that Stevie Cohen is going to let us Nuh-uh. not you know, bolster we gotta make a move what we got going sort. on over here. Of course. For sure. So we're good guys. Love Exhale. It. I know yesterday sucked the bullpen game yesterday. Loop came in, did his thing. I know. And then, uh, you know, the Diaz Mets did his thing at first. The Mets got, scored five runs yeah. right at the bat, but you know, things happened and they lost the game. So unfortunately it is what it is. They went off. They ended the the first half of the season on a, on a low note, but, but we got Pete in the home run derby tonight. Derby tonight. Looking to repeat. So <laughs> repeat, sorry, repeat myself Alonzo, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Pete Alonso going tonight. We'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, I want Pete to win, but I'm really excited to see Shohei Otani out there. Honestly, the, like, it's like the story week, of baseball. Yeah, the home run derby is so fun now. I'm really excited for it, especially for Otani. I'm excited to actually get to see him live. I, I haven't yet this season. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There All right, be. so let us know where you're watching from in the comments. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope as we are each week. The show does go up as a replay afterwards, but we have more fun when we get to interact with the fans in the comments mm-hmm. if you happen to be watching live. So share the show right now. If you want to be put in the running to win some free stuff from the Mets again, I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to get some free stuff from the Mets. Love it. We'll get to the winners from last week's uh, free Jacob DeGrom jersey at the end of the show, but share the show right now and uh, let your friends know that you are watching Orange and Blue thing. It's very easy. Just post on your wall on Facebook, retweet if you're watching on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, just go uh, do one of those things after the show. Love it. But uh, yeah, so uh, All Star Game. Uh, is tomorrow and the home run derby is tonight. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to stock up on your brewskis. Sure. I know I'm going to be partaking in some Coors Lights tonight. So go to uh, CoorsLight.com slash OABT. And once you type in your your birthday and your zip code here, you can choose how, you, how you're going to get your beers delivered. So here are the options. Mini Bar, Saucy, Instacart, and Drizzly, whatever you may want to use. Uh, let's put in the zip code here and see what comes up. Uh, you hit the little search button. Very easy. And then uh, you buy online. Super simple. Very easy to do. 
and uh, we recommend you do that as well. So mm-hmm. Coors Lights, a great friend of the show. We love drinking the Coors Lights. Perfect for the game days. Perfect for after a race, which we don't have to get into. But yeah, I won the state championship yesterday. But Woo-hoo! it's not really a big deal. I'm not really even celebrating it too much because it was kind of a cakewalk, but whatever. Listen, we said it was like competition. Coors Light for competition light. Absolutely. Any scenario, you can light. have Coors Light. <laughs> Stock up on your Coors Lights. Always remember to celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So, uh, yeah, we were out at the game a couple days ago. We yes. got to see that incredible Nimmo catch like 20 feet away. But you were late. I, to- I wasn't late. I was getting food. I was in the stadium for anybody else. I got stuck on a freaking Shake Shack line. But I did watch it as it was happening yeah, on the screen. Yeah, you blew it. I celebrated with other fellow Seven Line Army members who were next to me in line. So it was like the same situation. It was basically the same thing as if I were in the stand. It, it was, was not, not even close to the same because the ball was coming our way and we all thought it was right out. There. Everyone in the stands like that was that was sitting with us where they all kind of just like exhale. It was so quiet. Yeah. Near pin drop. And then uh, mm. Nimmo jumps up. He cleared the fence by a, you know, a foot or so. Yeah. And all you heard was the smack of yeah. the ball hitting the glove. I thought it almost went through the webbing. Oh, my god! And that, if you watch the replay or you listen to Gary's call, uh-huh. he wasn't sure that it was caught until after we were already celebrating. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so uh, you saw it first. Oh, yeah, it was it was insane. That's so uh, Tim Riley put this up. If you're watching live, you can kind of kind of see it. I don't oh, think you can hear love that, but it. it's going to replay. Watch this. Wow. He has an arrow to where he was standing with his arms <laughs> raised in the air. Shout That's out to Tim. So cool. He came straight to the game. He had a red eye flight from I don't know where he was coming from, but he had a red eye flight. I think he was in Reno for something uh, work related. Uh, his real job, not the uh, the side hustle yeah. he does on the seven line. But <laughs> he did the red eye and came straight to the game. Pretty That's much. dedication. Yeah, red eye is hard to go. Reno to New York, straight to the ball game. That's and hard. Then he probably felt that he was dreaming. Yeah, he sees this Nimmo catch. He's like, "Am I awake? Is this a <laughs> is dream? Is this real life? Because it, it was first inning, right? Yeah, first inning. Yeah, and wow. he was like." 10 feet away eh, maybe 25 because awesome. they, they keep moving the fence in listen at least it was worth the trip the rest of the game kind of sucked so at least at least he got that but it was double header second game was awesome you weren't there for it but yeah i had to duck out awesome. early i kind of felt weird leaving because it's it wasn't really an outing like i didn't commit to two games i was like All you right, tell you know. yourself what you need to but it's the truth <laughs> I like know, I know, I know. The, you know our game on our schedule was for the, the first, first game, game. so I it's agree. like i gotta i gotta get out of there yeah um so yeah sorry sorry guys I no had, it was fine it was fine we had a great time without you it's no big deal all right so uh also don't forget if you are going to stock up on those cords lights you want to pour it into something uh that is perfect for the baseball fan go to dugoutmugs.com and check out their offerings they got all the different options for the baseball fan out there so any team any uh any option that you might want to pick up they got the bat mugs they got the knob shots they got the the wine openers they got everything but you can get yourself a free uh dugout mugs knob shop by going to dugoutmugs.com slash seven line and it brings you to the page where you can select a um the team that you want and uh you know they'll ship it to you for 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 free sorry i'm jumbling my words here for a second because i had the the site pulled up for live show guys yeah live show (laughs) uh and for some reason it didn't redirect to where i wanted it to but there you go there we go so you get your free knob shot you just have to pay the shipping and handling which is 8.95 you can't expect them to give you something for free and also mail it to you so get your free knob shot by going to dugoutmugs.com seven line how they have been doing this for basically a month now is beyond me because this is a lot of inventory that they're basically just giving you guys for nothing so head on up to dugoutmugs.com and they'll ship one out to you today love it all right 
are they here? Are we? They ready? are here. The Murphys right. are here. Everyone, this is what everyone tuned in for. We have two very special guests today. You know, one of our guests as the Mets 2014 All Star Game representative, the 2015 NLCS MVP, the record holder for consecutive playoff games with home runs, six straight. In case anyone happened to forget somehow, uh, and the infielder willing to play anywhere and everywhere for the Mets from 2008 to 2015. Also know that his wife, our second guest, is an equally impressive human being in her own right. She has used her platform and connection to the game of baseball to change the lives of foster girls around the country by founding Prom Series, which strives to provide foster girls with confidence and self-worth by pampering them with the big league treatment. So she's managed to connect with foster care agencies in the local areas of each of the 30 big league teams, recruiting the help of other baseball wives around the league in her mission. Um, they have big plans in the works, and we can't wait to hear all about them. So please welcome Daniel and Tori Murphy. Hello, guys. Hey, how are you guys doing? Thanks for having us, Julia. Hey, thank you for being here. Sorry about that. Apologies. <laughs> no, all good. I hear we, we have a, a kid home sick today. So whenever you guys need to bow out, just let us know. No big deal. Okay. Oh, that's gracious of you. We got two of them out to camp for the first time in about two weeks. So we've learned for our first summer that we're not <laughs> doing baseball that, well, you have to entertain your children during the summer. And <laughs> yeah. It's been quite interesting, but it's been fun. All right, well, awesome. day, baby. Our oldest <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, awesome. No worries. We'll get right into it. So, Tori, let's start with you. Why don't you tell us in your own words exactly what Prom Series is, why you started it, and what you guys do? Prom Series is just, um, it's been near and dear to my heart. I um, was exposed to foster care kids when I was teaching back um, before I was following Daniel around full time. <laughs> and basically what we do, we started off um, providing girls in foster care with a brand new prom dress. And then we kind of had to adapt and modify because obviously we know COVID kind of wiped out proms for a while. So right now what we're launching is our back to school drive where we provide um, brand new back to school outfits for girls in foster care. All second across year. the second year. This second is our second one. Awesome. Yeah, we got a fact checker here too. It's funny. We have uh, <laughs> we have people watching on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And whenever we don't know something, we call our commenters the fact checkers in a good way. So right. they they always fact check checked us here. Um, real time too. So exactly. it's, it's awesome. Well, she did it on the fly last year. Like she had planned to do five stadiums, I believe, yeah. for the prom dresses. Because the first one she did, we we're able to get the girls in Denver to the stadium in a suite. Some wives, girlfriends helped you out and fiancés just yeah. grabbed a foster care girl and was like, hey, you're worth being loved and seen. Come with us. We're going to do your hair, get your makeup done, get your prom dress, watch a baseball game. And so from one went to five. And then well, we all know that COVID happened. So the creative yeah. thinker over here on the fly did a back to school drive by herself because I was out um, getting my teeth kicked in in Denver by all of these <laughs> baseball players who were getting too young and good. So, <laughs> Oh, I love it. Get you a hype man like Daniel Murphy. Awesome. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yeah. Since I'm not working anymore. All I do is just encourage her. Like, Listen, oh, baby, I love it. Yes, She deserves it. It's awesome. So uh, speaking of the wives, we know that uh, you have a strong connection with um, Cabernet and the rest of the wives. And you were out at City Field recently. Why don't you tell us what that was all about? Yeah. So Cab is um, the smartest like VP of Prom Series for all time. She makes us look professional. Um, I went up to City Field. Kitnish was a brand that had like has jumped on our mission like right out the gates. And they have donated so many clothes. So we kind of went up there. We got all the New York uh, Mets wives together. We organized a bunch of clothes and donated them all to um, the New York Foundling. And we had um, a big truck drive it downtown. And the anxiety I had 
thinking about the truck driving downtown cab. I was like, do you think you could drive it? I'm like, girl, never. I like <laughs> driving up there to you guys is like a whole new ball game. Like that's <laughs> an Olympic sport well, itself. But. <laughs> we sampled the moving trucks a little bit in New York and that's not, we're, we move a little slower down here in Jacksonville. We would be completely yes, over. Right. But cab, I hear, you know, Michael's fiance cab all the time. Um, yeah. Tori talking about here, just glowing reports. Sarah Walker as well too has been, has been helping us out. And so yeah. I say us, Tori. And so they, <laughs> it's just, it's been, it's been so much fun to see them create like on the fly as well too. And so again, and thank you guys for having us on yeah. here because you know, the project coming up with the back to school, the second annual one right now is only 10 days out if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So yeah. there's a ton of excitement right now, kind of trying to push it through the goal line. So thanks for having us on. Absolutely. No, as soon as we heard about it last year, I was like, listen, Tori Murphy is one of the greatest people I've ever met. And so if there's any person to be running something like this, somebody who knows how to make people so, you know, feeling so warm and welcome, you're the perfect person to be doing it. So we are always happy to give you a platform whenever you need. Um, we did talk about the back to school event last year. And that was what I was going to ask you about next. You guys have brought it back. You had so many success with it last year. So what do you have in the works for this year? What's going on? So this year we're trying to um, up the ante a little bit. So there's seven stadiums this year that are going to host um, the back to school drive in person. Awesome. So basically what we do is that the wives on the team. So we right now have a rep for all 30. Um, so what we do is the agency, we have 26 agencies lined up because we kind of double up in like LA and the angels and stuff. And so either they want a closet. So when girls come into foster care, they just have a closet to pull clothes for, or they're giving me exact names, which is so awesome because then we're like personalizing it with like stage, like writing them a note and really um, trying to get like, really, we see you and we think you're amazing. Mm -hmm. And so then what we do is we get this back to school outfit with their exact sizes, the exact names, and then the wives are going to put all the clothes together. And then we wrap it in a baseball jersey to kind of bring it back to the game. And like, it's been really cool to see. I've gotten like pictures back of girls in their jerseys. And it's just been Obviously, can you tell it's my favorite thing? Yeah. No, it's so amazing. You can see the passion in your face, in your voice. I love it. I'm so happy you're here. So I know this is a predominantly a thing you do, you know, with the other wives around baseball. But yeah. if there's anybody else who wants to get involved, are there any ways we can help or support? How can other people help you out? Yeah. So Cab is um, opening a P.O. box in... Oh, cool. Yeah, New York. So we'll have it all on our, we're super Instagram heavy right now. So that's like where our main traffic is coming from. So if you can jump on our Instagram page and give us a follow and we're going to have our PO box on there. So all we ask is just like a brand new outfit that you would see um, a teen of all ages. We're getting into, we're getting introduced into get boys involved in all of the above. So awesome. just a brand new outfit that is school appropriate. Have right. to say that. The mom part of me comes out sometimes yeah. in sports. I was like, girls, no, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And we, you guys can send it to the PO boxes and especially all the Mets fans. We're getting it right out to the NY fan like who needs a bunch of stuff. Awesome. So are there any particular sizes that you're usually low in that, you know, you would need, I know there's all different sizes. Yeah. So. They're really astute. That's so really normally if we had to go, I always like go larger. Mm -hmm. We, a lot of times I ask the girls just to shop in their own size. So sure. It's kind of like we go to the bigger sizes, but really we could fit any needs. Okay. Anything yeah. kind of works. I'd say there's no no really wrong answers, even yeah. though it's a good we don't have anywhere to specifically target you. I think one of the cool things that Tori has anyone that 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 you know that chooses to help and thank you is like express yourself. Mm -hmm. Go and shop and express yourself. Totally. We'd love to have those clothes. And I could tell you the the girls 
and all of those who have been neglected and are experiencing abandonment right now, it's like the problem series and other organizations that are, it's like, we see you and you're worth being loved. You know what I mean? Right. And so this is our small gesture to you to say like, Hey, like the God of the universe sees you, you're worth being loved. And we're going to, we're going to try to move into that. And, and our hats off to anyone else who's, you know, in that space as well too, with, um, you know, girls and boys and, and you know, yeah. just the marginalized. Sure. Absolutely. I love that, guys. This is amazing. Cannot wait to see where it goes. If there is anything else you would like to plug in terms of prom series, their Instagram is at prom series. Go follow them. Um, I will give you the floor. Anything else you want to say, go for it. Um, I want to make sure you're getting as much as you can out of this. Yeah, time. That's great. it. Like, it's yeah. honestly, we're just super excited. Like, we have it locked in. We're going to try to get all the jerseys and make it fun. And the so the why the Yankees and the Mets wise are giving to the same spot. So it's going to be exciting. It's exciting to see their style, right? Yeah. Like I love opening these boxes because I'm like, dang girls, <laughs> outfit, everyone's awesome. unique style, awesome. Are gonna, are gonna, are gonna yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. We're in first place right now, right? The right. Mets first place. I want to. I'll ask you guys, how's it? Sure. How does it feel to wake up on the All Star break in first place? Oh my God! Listen, this hasn't just... happened since you. What was it? 2010 was the last time they were at least above 500. That uh, is far above 500. Was but I was saying to Julia, it's been 65. The Mets have been in first place for 65 days. It doesn't feel a like it, but they've been in first place for a while. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Been, it's been. I've been. I follow the Mets, the Rockies, probably the most closely. And tell them what you did. Well, you gonna... Tell them what you did. So Expose I went up to Atlanta with our, with our oldest son Noah to watch uh, Jake. From oh, State. awesome. I well, love that. When Nolan Ryan and Sandy Koufax and Tom Seaver pitch, you know, I want yeah. to be a part of it. So I took my son. So I'm going up there. Uh, what? He gave up the three. They jumped him early, first and third. Nobody oh, so it's out. your fault. It's because you were like, there. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to pitch off 14 of you and to retire 18 straight. It was yeah. an absolute treat. I was awesome. Yes. He didn't tell anybody he was going, though. That was the best part. Right. And, and then I think that's like, special. Took a picture. And then sent it to Jake after and was like, I saw you. Yeah. I was like, that was, was, like, oh, that was a Jake. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. That's nice. Just a day with you and your son. I love that. Yeah, that is awesome. Beautiful so, ballpark in, in Atlanta as well, too. It's a new one, right? Awesome. Yeah, the battery. It's nice. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, and you and baseball, we actually, our last guest was uh, Jeremy Wolf from More Than Baseball. And we have a thing on here where we have our last guest ask our next guest a question. So we asked Jeremy if he had a question for you. Um, and so Jeremy said, Daniel, you donated $100,000 to our Baseball Life More Than Baseball Minor League Baseball Family Assistance Fund to ensure that players supporting a child or family member received assistance during quarantine. Why was it so important for you and your family to make such an impactful contribution to More Than Baseball and Minor League Baseball players? Hmm. Amazing, by the way. Yeah, well, thank you. And I think that well, some of it is just the blessing of the fruits kind of that we've been, you know, we've been blessed with. And, you know, looking at the More Than Baseball is we all have our industries and when the COVID happened, you just see story after story of, of just families and, you know, individuals and, you know, fiancés and children as well, too, that they have, these couples have, they just, they don't know where their next paycheck's coming from. And, you know, it was a small gesture, I felt like on our part, but one that we wanted to make like, hey, we, we want to try to help you as much as we can. And we tried to keep the dialogue open with more than baseball as well, yeah. too. And there were others who partnered as well, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think Adam Wainwright yeah. and a couple other guys. But it was really our pleasure because, you know, we know what it's like to go through the minor leagues. But I never went through the minor leagues when the world was on fire right. you know, with the coronavirus and not, a, not knowing where 
your next paycheck is coming from or a bit of feeling I think of what am I aiming at? Because there's no baseball either. And I remember that when I was in the minor leagues, like baseball was, I love you, sweetheart, baseball <laughs> was a pretty serious focus of mine. And without it, I would have felt unpinned. Mm-hmm. And so as we talked about, it's like, how can we try to help? I hope it did. Um, we hope it did. And again, you know, more than baseball and these organizations that we're, we're trying to help what little we can. Right. That's awesome. Amazing. So, uh, you know, we heard. Well, I got it. Sorry, I got to interrupt. I got to get ready for a question at the end. Who's the next guest so I can yeah. prep it? Uh, we have to figure that out. That's okay. a great question. Right, any right, suggestions? Right. Who would you, you like to ask a question to? <laughs> not tell us. Listen, if there's anyone you have a question for, let us know and we'll see what we can do. We're open <laughs> to ideas. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, you heard, you know, you're wasting no time staying busy. So did you go back to school? I did. I took two classes at Jacksonville University here, the school that that I left to to become a Met. Um, I was glad I made that decision 15 years ago. It was nice to get back in the classroom. Um, yeah. Took a U.S. history class from 1865 to present, and then the philosophy class blew my mind hole. I had a blast. <laughs> so you're you're actually going to class, or this is all like online? No, no, uh, we went. I went in. I no went way. Backpack. I took a picture. No. I made him take a first day of school. Yep. Me and me and our oldest had we our first it. day of schools on the same day. No, awesome. One of them was on the philosophy classes on site, which was quite enjoyable to exchange ideas. Um, so that I really enjoyed. And they gave me my degree. Um, now, by the letter of the law, I probably don't have all of the classes necessary, but he did good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's something you've wanted to do since, you know, you knew you were going into the big leagues. Eventually you wanted to come back to this. I, I, I wasn't sure. And then when I had all this free time kind of, (laughs) um, without baseballs being hurled at me, I thought I'll go back to class and try to, and learn a little bit. And, and it was fun and I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad Tori, she was encouraging. I will say for those who do, I did two classes Mm -hmm. with, the queen trying and then the three kids. It's like, it was a bit much. I don't like to write. It's difficult to organize my thoughts writing, but grinded it out. Got, got two A's. I was very excited. There's a little humble brag in there. I love it. I think one class is probably about as much as I could do. Well, you took it serious. You read everything you had to. Like, I mean, I was like, you realize probably nobody else in the class is doing that, but it's okay. <laughs> so uh, the All-Star game is tonight, and I have no shame in saying, you know how you're not supposed to wear like the T-shirt to the band you're going to see? I'm wearing the Daniel Murphy 2014 All-Star game jersey right now. I got a Yowzer right shirt now. on over here. Yeah, Julia's rocking the Yowzers. What's that? I think you and I are the only ones who own that jersey. You and that. <laughs> Not true. I got my special order in my Taiwan Walker jerseys coming tomorrow. I'm having it overnighted. Uh, <laughs> See, so yeah, it's my thing. I got a jersey each year only for the All-Star game. So I selected yours. But so uh, 2014 was your first trip to the All-Star game. You won't talk about 16 and 17 no. with the Nats. But uh, what was it like your first year going out there? I think you were the only selection from the Mets. So what was it like going out there your first year? If I'm not mistaken, David had spent that year, a lot of that, a bit of that first half on the shelf. So yeah. it was kind of a who do we send from the metropolitan sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was us. We had a blast. Um, I probably felt, I wouldn't say out of place, but there were a lot of guys there that I revered, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And to be um, in the same place with them, with these elite players um, was, was a ton of fun. I think it was, I think it was Derek Jeter's last all-star game, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. Adam Wainwright started. Um, Jeter hit a double down the line. I think I punched out on a backward 
K, if I'm not mistaken or something. So um, it was a blast. It really was. It moved fast, but but we had a ton of fun. So um, Jay Horowitz and my mom went with us. Jay was on the plane with yep. us. And well, anytime you go anywhere with Jay, you're oh, going to have fun. Like it's going to be a proper adventure. Mm -hmm. And it was. It was awesome. We had we had Jay on the show. We had Jay on the show earlier this year. He was a riot. He's a great guy. Uh, and I actually last week I had a pocket dial from him. I think it was like a it was like a pocket FaceTime. I knew it was definitely an accidental Such a treasure. But I didn't I didn't call him back because I, I figured that's what it was. Like uh, the light of passage is a Met, or if you're in the if you're if you're in the media around the Mets, like Jay yeah. Horton is going to pocket dial you. Yes, absolutely. Right passage. So, uh, are you actually surprised? You're talking about your experience there. Are you surprised how many players opted out from going this year to the All Star game? Yeah, it seems I've seen, you know, Ken Rosenthal has written about it and um, I've been reading a little bit and I'm not I'm not mistaken. Buster kind of mentioned something about it only in it. You know, one of the takes that Ken had is it it seems to be with the coronavirus mm -hmm. and last season and then kind of a bit of the shutdown and the, the, the quarantine movement that some of the guys are are opting more like I need a break. And, um, you know, I, I think it's their choice. Uh, is the way I would look at it. You know, the it seems the you know the fans want to see the best players, and you know, but as far as the players go, like somebody like Jake, who's dealt with injuries twice this first half, and you know, the Mets themselves are hoping to do something special at the beginning of the second half. And I haven't seen the the schedule or the the rotation of Jake starting, but you know, there's there's something to be said about trying to go win a division. So I would say each organization, each individual is trying to figure out what they feel like is best for them and their family. And I'd say the freedom of this country is like, go, go express yourself, you know, within, within, within the rules. Totally. Yeah. We, uh, we hope he's going to line up with us. We're going to be in Pittsburgh next weekend. We got 1400 fans hitting the Saturday game. Uh, Where are you guys going to be in the stadium? Yeah. Uh, left field bleachers. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, we basically took over the whole bleachers. So it's going to be a good time. Very As good. well, you should have. Yeah, yeah, we were there in fifteen, I think, yep. and uh, May twenty fifteen. It was Harvey's worst game of his career up to that date, so <laughs> yeah. it was a bad day for us, but and fingers a bad crossed. day for him too. Better but luck yeah, this time. Fingers crossed for Saturday. Yeah. Um, so you were talking a lot about uh, Degrom. Obviously, you went out to see him pitch as a teammate of his, and you watched him early on in his career. Could you have predicted that this is the guy that he was going to turn into, and the kind of success and dominance he's been having so far lately? No. Well, like he can't be hit. Who I would. Who predicts that? I went and watched him. Like he goes and grabs a hundred and one just because he gets like a little bit upset that they start hitting them. He did it twice against the Braves. So no, I wouldn't have predicted it, but I also wouldn't have necessarily put past Jake extracting from his body, you know, and his his ability as much as he could just because of the man that he is. I've seen his work ethic, I've seen who he is as a husband to Stacy and a father to his children. And so yeah, for him to to be the best pitcher on the planet, I don't think is necessarily surprising, but he still had to go do it and put in the, you know, put in the work and delay gratification. And so, yeah, he's fun to watch. I, I try to watch him every fifth day. That's awesome. Day. Yeah, it's the Grom day at the house. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I tell my son, I go, Jake's pitching. He's like, Jake those hard. I was like, you're right. <laughs> freaking hard man it's hard put it on a t-shirt yeah <laughs> i got a t-shirt in the works it's pretty pretty bold and to the point with the grom it should be coming out soon but Ooh, uh speaking that. of t-shirts you know we're talking about yowzers and and the grom there so this moment that we have <laughs> from 2015 
I it barstool. I, I gotta see if they're still making it. It was back in the day. We'll reach out. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, it was like seven, right. six years it's ago. It's an old right? one, but we'll get you. We'll figure it out. So this is the moment. It's back on me right there. Like, and then David is laughing in the corner too. None of them want to try to help me. Not at all. Like. It was pretty funny though. Oh, but is Yowzers like in your vocabulary? Do you say yeah? Because like, that where, yeah, where did that come from? Was that just it like instinctual? So in it was so instant. Yowzers has to be something you say. Oh, often. You, he does have a lot of some of words. Yeah, some of my yeah. teammates have said that my vocabulary can be a bit unique, as if they <laughs> can't really understand. Yeah, morphisms. Yeah, so it. that yeah, they just came flying out. I guess it's better than a four letter word because we get to use it over and over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Oh, so let's keep talking about 2015. Obviously that incredible run i want to know what that was like for both of you daniel did you realize how out of your mind you were when you were in it and tori what was it like watching it um honestly we always talk about it we didn't talk about it when it was happening <laughs> it was a crazy time we're like let's just not acknowledge it and let's keep going there were two times i realized okay this is something crazy um the what the third home run you hit in a row there's a guy filming his at bat in front of me and i was like i wonder why this guy's filming daniel hit like that's so weird and then he smoked it and then we took noah to the park on the off day in between yeah. Chicago and right. I think it was right then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, for some reason I had the, him in these neon Nike shoes, all of the kids at the park, like come over and they're like, is, is that Noah? Is Daniel his dad, Daniel Murphy? And I was like, Oh my gosh. And so then I was like, this is something crazy. Mm -hmm. And they like flooded him in the park. It was the cutest wow. thing ever. And like, so I have this really cute picture of him holding Noah and like signing autographs to all these kids at the park. It was adorable. But That's I was amazing. Like, oh, this is, yeah, we're I think doing it, this. It, we're doing it. it probably got a bit bigger than we thought while we oh, were in yeah. the middle of it. And we did. I asked that question earlier a little bit. And one of the things that I thought of in the midst of it, at least in the baseball, especially through the NLCS, was kind of a level of peace that mm -hmm. I had at the plate. And it also didn't hurt that it seemed like each time I got up, like there were always people on base, like David was on base or right. Grant was on base. And we all know what Suspedis had done. And, um, you know, Duda is hitting home runs in Chicago with Darno. So, but I felt this piece that when my eyes at the plate said, go and get your swing off, that I was making good decisions and I was hitting the ball. And I would say specifically, the third one off of John Lester, mm -hmm. um, game one. When I when that ball went out and I hit it, I was like, I was going around bases like I, I almost wanted to whisper. It's like I, I still get goosebumps when you talk about it. Is that the one you hit? That was the one the next night. Okay, the one off of Lester though. I I, I kind of whispered to myself. It was like I think I might be locked in. Like I didn't want to touch it. Right. Like, no. Like that's. But I think I might be going. I'll be good. doing something here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 the time off between game five was only yeah. a day, but well, I didn't know if I was going good or not. I just mm. we played well against the Dodgers and won that series. And so now here's a new one. And about the third or fourth pitch I saw, I was like, oh, snap, that's out of the ballpark. <laughs> yeah. I think I might be going pretty good. And yeah. well, the next night, Granny gets, he gets on, David hits a double. And before you can blink, we're up one nothing. And mm. I hook one around the hole and we're off. That was running. my favorite one. Because he hooked it in the foul pole and where the family section was, it was like behind, like I couldn't tell if it was out. Right. I remember being in City Field and hearing the roar that like came at you from both sides when yeah. he hit it. Like literally, I still like that's the one where I was like, oh my God. I remember David at home plate because I gave him a two hander like, oh, 
yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. saying, like we are off, you know? That's awesome. And it's so funny because you mentioned Noah and I, I we well, saw your Instagram where you guys were away and somebody asked like, oh, were you a major league baseball player? And I said, oh, no, he just played baseball sometimes. <laughs> Does he keep you humble? Like, like best. so like, funny. The MLB. And Dana was like, you're going to tell me. It's like, no, goes the MLB. Uh, no, you just played baseball sometimes. <laughs> That's amazing. Kids like, are the best. Like the MLB. No, that wasn't on the team. The MLB. No. You just <laughs> left every day. Yeah, they no, disappear for a week at a time. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. I love it. So we're talking October baseball in Queens. Fingers yeah. crossed. All yeah. those yeah. at plan should hopefully be back there this year. So what advice are you giving to the young guys who have not played postseason baseball at all or especially in New York? Enjoy it. Like, enjoy the run. I think it's yes. it's it's easy to get caught up because you experience so much, I would say, anxiety or a bit of dread when you're going to perform each night because you value it so much. Like, you want to do well for yourself and your team. But there's something about a willingness to stare that in the face each night, that anxiety, that find the enjoyment out of it. Because when the other side of it, you're now the person who could look it right in the face and go out there and do it. Whether you play well or don't, try to find a way to enjoy it, which is easier said than done because we yeah. care so much. Right. Like the guys, they do. They care. Like I I really enjoyed watching Frankie Lindor because mm -hmm. I don't think it's unreasonable for him to say he hasn't swung the bat or performed as offensively as, as well as he would like. Sure. But I see him out there on defense. He's smiling. I see him with his teammates in the dugout. First one right there cheering him on it's like man yeah man that guy's getting enjoyment out of his game even though it might not be going exactly how he wants at the plate and i'm like Whew, i wish i would have done that more but that would be my advice is enjoy the day awesome so we wish we would have been able to see you do more of that after 15 but we all know what happened yeah uh so it seemed like you took some great pleasure in beating us once you left. Yeah, it was a little personal. So, <laughs> why did you say that? I mean, why? Is it something I did? Honestly, I don't blame you either. You know, no, I don't, I don't, not at all. I don't blame you one bit. But at least we were all rooting for you. I mean, we oh, can't speak for everyone, but. Well, not sure. against us, I wasn't. No, no, but, no. <laughs> so were you, were you specifically trying to get Sandy to admit that, uh, you know, not resigning you was like his biggest regret as GM? Or, or was what that was the goal? What was the fuel behind all that? So that's a, because he did it come out. Did you did you see him came Sandy. out? Well, Sandy and I have talked, and I I love. He, he has said that. We all know it. It was one of the most gracious compliments I've ever gotten yeah. in the industry yeah. ever. When he said that, it's like with his resume. I mean, he began in Oakland in the early '80s, and you know, just kind of transformed how baseball was looked at when he was the A's general manager. So, I I thought about this. Kelly Johnson mentioned when he was with us in '15. He said, you you always seem to play well against your former team, you know, especially the first one. And I didn't really understand it until playing against the Mets. And I think it was the intent and the focus maybe turned up just mm -hmm. a tick, maybe for a regular season type game, especially, well, especially the first time back because, well, I'm used to going into a specific clubhouse and right. I wasn't going into that clubhouse anymore. And it was all this unique and things that were these new experiences of being a visiting player. And it's like, all right. Well, you better stay focused because this is all new territory for you right here. Mm -hmm. I will say to their credit or maybe the detriment, the, um, you know, the ushers and everyone who works at City Field were so gracious when best. we came back. They made us feel mm -hmm. very welcome. They that did. Really made it feel like they home, were, even though we were flying a different jersey. So yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing to tell her. They were awesome. So the I, they were 
just they would take care of Tori and our family when we came and always we would have you know dom and ushers and guys that just come down yeah. would come it's down to the visiting clubhouse and i'd get to visit with them so i think when you get to do life with people and maybe that's what it was like yeah. building in city field yeah. like we did life with yeah. with people there for almost a decade you know and yeah. so, that's awesome. It's good to know good people work for the team we root for. So that's awesome. Really great. Are you people. kidding? Like Mama and Teresa yeah. in the kitchen. Like it yeah. just looked like the best. Like I literally met Tony, the security guard. Like we sprinted to each other after that first game. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. So it's good. I love that. So uh, I don't know. I'm sure you remember the whole I'm with 28. And uh, everything with uh, Mets Police, the T-shirt with the 28 mm-hmm. and the Shamrock on it. Mm-hmm. I think that Mets Police on Twitter was maybe like your number one fan out there for sure. So I reached out to him and I asked him for a question. So mm-hmm. I wanted to have him be a part of the conversation here Very a little straight bit. up. Uh, and he said, uh, let me get to it here. Uh, Direct quote. You switched positions to help the franchise and lost an entire year of your career learning the position. Then you caught grief because you weren't the best glove there. Was that frustrating? Um, I don't think it's any secret that that I wasn't the best defender, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, and then sometimes I'd run the bases like I was invisible. And so you could say there was rarely a dull moment, but I don't think it was necessarily, I wouldn't call it like frustrating in the sense that well, I kept getting opportunities to play at like the highest level for this great organization. And well, was it a straight path? Like, well, no, like few things worth being valued are like it's got it's got its deviations and it's got its times where where you get beat up a little bit. But I think at the end of it, being asked about our career, especially look back at our time in New York was like. It wasn't always great. We didn't always play well. There were some awesome moments, but like it was ours. And that's the way I look at it, especially the time with the Mets, because I look back and even now, like Yuri's familiar. Like Yuri's and I came up together when I see Juan Lagares out in Anaheim and Ruben Tejada and Wilmer Flores and then Jake's still there. And Michael Conforto was a rookie hitting two home runs in the World mm-hmm. Series coming up and helping us in a pennant race. Like there's such good memories. And I do think that there's some sweetness about if we were going to end being on that run that we were all able to go on ourselves and the fans in the city of New York in 2015 was a well, it was a special one. So after after that 15 season, you know, Mets gave you the qualifying offer and uh, you chose to decline, which ended up working out great for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, bad for us, but great for you. But uh, on on the fan on Joe and Evan, Gary Cohn was on and they brought up the discussion about bringing you back. And he paused and said, I have no interest and that you were a net negative, which is something that always comes up now with fans, because, you know, myself included. It's something that you can't. I was driving down the road and almost. Po- I almost drove my, into my jaw dropped. Uh, yeah, my jaw dropped <laughs> and almost drove off the road. I'm like, how how could Gary be saying this about Murphy? Look yeah. what he just did, and and you know you're finally hitting your stride and your potential. Obviously, was there. So, did you hear about that? Was there any kind of like beef with Gary Cohen? I, it was something that like was very strange to me to hear from you know the the TV voice of the Mets to go on the fan and say that you're a net negative after what you just did. Yeah, I did hear about it, and I don't remember exactly when Gary said it, but I'm, I'm certain we hadn't cracked all those homers yet. And so he kind of, we kind of no, was, it was after the season, which was insane. Was That's what made it so before. Yeah, I, thought I think it was, before. I, think it was before. I think really? it was before. I thought it was in like November. I thought so too, but, but who knows? That point, I will say he, he would know better than us. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the yeah. next year in Vieira, Gary specifically drove up 
from Port St. Lucie came and and asked and apologized and asked for forgiveness. Well, that's good wow. to hear. And that is like full such humility in that. And I was like, thank you very much for doing that. I like he didn't have to do that. Um, came all the way up from St. Lucie in spring training and you know, we were able to have a really good conversation. And so I have no ill will towards Gary. I don't feel any towards him. And yeah. So I enjoy watching Gary's and Keith. And I then love it. Make it everybody eat crow around the bed. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad I brought that up though, because that's something I'm glad that that happened because yeah. it's something that, like I, I can't forget it. Yeah. Where mm -hmm. I was driving when I heard on the radio, I was like, I can't believe I'm hearing this right, right. now. So I'm glad mm -hmm. that that's kind of been put to rest. Sure. Um, no, it is. I was really enjoyable conversation when he came up. Really so, so not to just completely start throwing everyone under the bus here, because I wanted to bring <laughs> something else up as well. Uh, you know, the climate of the world changed so much since 2014 to now. And I don't even think that this would be an issue today. Um, but maybe people were more free with their mouth, you know, that many years ago. So you decided in 2014 to take off a couple days and miss the home opener. Obviously, as a father myself, I could never imagine not being there for right. the birth of your child. So uh, I totally understand that. And as other fathers out there like Boomer Esiason or Mike Francesa who have kids themselves and Boomer, a, a former athlete, were you surprised that that came up? And it, of course, it was probably an easy decision for you to be with your wife at such a, you know, be with Tori at such an important time in your lives. Mm -hmm. But was that a hard decision for you or was that just like a no brainer? It was something as we started discussing it, it seemed like it was going to be pretty straightforward with our first child that that Corey wanted me there and I wanted to be there. Now, we also had 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 conversations about Quinn, if I'm not, was it Quinn? Because you were really pregnant no, with that was Drew. Drew. Okay, sorry. sorry. There's three of them. <laughs> Hard to get Drew, We were pregnant. She, we were pregnant. We, she was pregnant with Drew in the postseason of 2017. Oh, wow. And so we, it would have been a uniquely different conversation we that were having because we were in the postseason. Right. So um, I think that what I've learned from that is the beauty of being a parent and fatherhood and motherhood is like the opportunity for you and your spouse or your significant other to have the conversation of what you think is best for your family. Mm. In that moment on opening day there, when we got, we had decided like, I'd like to try to be there. And we had further conversations later with other children. We're like, we're kind of playing this by ear because we don't know what's going to be going on, so to speak. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily like surprised. Um, I probably was a bit taken aback because it was the first yeah, day. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. When we kind of, yeah. I say we, she had the baby. I was going to say lots of process after just giving <laughs> yeah, birth, having saying, to be a topic of conversation. We, after she had the baby. <laughs> it, it was kinda, a funny It was story, on the news though, a bit. It was on the yeah. news a bit. No. Like yeah. my doctor came in, he had just left me to go back to play. And he was like, hey, don't turn on the Today Show. And I was like solo in the room. He had just left. I'm like, why? And I'm like, <laughs> talking about you kids like we're on it um and full circle you guys fun story we when i took noah back up to new york five weeks later um one of boomer sizen's greatest golf buddies was actually sitting next to me and started talking during the flight and so you know flying with your first kid you have so much stuff it is just like ridiculous but i came through the airport and I remember his name is Paul. I think it was Paul. He carried all my stuff. He carried oh. the car seat. Like I just had Noah coming down the escalator. And he's like, who is this man? I'm like, he's really nice. Yeah. Oh. She's like, like uh, this guy saved us. Saved us. <laughs> you need to <laughs> thank like, him. He had like it. all of my uh -huh. stuff. So it all worked out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Karma. So uh, all that ended up leading to you being invited to the White House. Yeah, it worked out just fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, I am. 
so that that was pretty incredible so uh what was that all about wow that was that one was crazy. awesome but a bit crazy because i came in we came i came in from san, san francisco didn't yeah. sleep didn't i sleep. was like sucking up dude we're getting yeah there. and was able to kind of put together a speech you know prayed about it going in and just you know wanted to to use that opportunity to for some just some I, I would say maybe some encouragement like you know we don't nobody's got everything figured out but i've been blessed with uh with a spouse to to just to just get through you know to to struggle uphill with maybe something like that um so yeah that was good now i will say real life happened after that because we had noah and so now it's an off day if i'm not mistaken yeah. it's an off day yeah um mm -hmm. i love off days because yeah. well, off days mean you don't get out not yeah once. those are awesome and so we're in D.C. trying to get to New York. Yeah, I haven't slept. We're on the train and I'm just angry. I'm just and that's where the real life kind of happened. And so we made it home, but it wasn't without yeah, some, it. wasn't without some conflict, though. <laughs> now we have those pictures. And now we got the pictures. Exactly. If you're in the White House. Mm -hmm. You guys are awesome. Uh, so we're going to ask the the fact checkers, aka the commenters, yes. if they've got anything for you, and then we'll pull them in here into the stream. But uh, I also wanted to bring something up because this is maybe like one of the highlights of of my fan life. Yeah. Darren's been asking this question for about six years, so it's a, yeah. it's a big moment for so, him. So uh, we all go over to my buddy Shoemaker's house for, for the clinch miss, mm -hmm. and uh, we head up to the bar afterwards, and I'm buddies with someone uh, who was on staff that day for, as the photographer the day you guys clinched in Cincinnati and he sends me the photo of you holding our flag. It was in the USA today. So the story behind that is uh, our buddy, Chris Duell, who lives in Chicago, big Mets fan. He went down for the, for the, uh, the clincher for the hopeful clincher. You walked over and grabbed the flag and then it ended up in the newspaper the next day. Nice. So he, I don't know if you remember that, if you ever even seen I remember the flag for sure. Um, he never got it back. And I don't do you, <laughs> Do you know where it is? <laughs> we're thieves, baby. I mean, we're like, thieves. we don't know where anything is right now. That was. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where. Like, I'm supposed to have a baseball or two. That thing I hit out. Of somebody probably jacked that, it. That's, well, let's just are. blame it on somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope wherever the flag is, she's oh. happy. Well, he's in Damn. the comments here, and he's writing, "Hell yeah!" But <laughs> I actually, I, I replaced it for him, so it's no big deal. But wherever <laughs> that flag is, I mean, I would hope that would be in Cooperstown or something like that. <laughs> I hope that whoever has it is is pinned it up somewhere because yeah, that uh, was what well, Chris had it, and I was like, I don't know how many times you get to do this, so I'm going to so go fun. full broke on this baseball field about experiencing this winning this division because well, those don't happen very often. Yeah. So, well, sorry we took your flag. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Chris. Chris. Sorry, Chris. I, I think it's okay. I, I think he's just fine with well, it. Well, you know, this this is kind of breaking news. because I, I, I Maybe I'd leak this out. I'm not exactly sure, but I did tell Chris about it. Since we have the MLB license and we work with uh, different vendors, we're actually coming out with the bobblehead version. Oh. Oh, oh, cool. So we're coming out with the Daniel Murphy bobblehead holding the flag, uh, 2015 National League champions. If you're listening afterwards and you can't see this, I'll post it out on Twitter afterwards. But That's a really that's creative out. idea. That's yeah, really cool. but I made sure it was definitely accurate. Saying, you know, you're not wearing the hat. We're gonna have the 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 pants and the cleats perfectly matching. Yeah, you went for it. Yeah, I'm good, jealous that you're designing jackets now for the girls. Like, I'm like, dang it, I like missed the time period for that. Yeah, we've been doing that for a few years now. I'm sorry. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> 
So I, I want to ask you, maybe we can mail you out a couple of bobbleheads and then uh, maybe we could do something. If you could sign a couple of, if you could be so gracious yeah. and we can chat, you know, raffle them off for charity or something. For prom series. Oh, there yeah. we go. Whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Let's right. go. Best of both worlds. Woohoo. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get to some, uh, some questions here uh, from the comments. I scrolled through one pr prior. I'm not exactly sure where it is now. I'm trying to scroll back, but um, good. Lots of comments is good. Yeah, lots of comments. I, what one came up actually? A guy emailed me and he said he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to pop in mm. to the stream here to ask the question, but he did email it, so I'm going to just fire away with that one. Uh, when Wilmer Flores was traded, not traded, then ended up hitting that home run, mm. uh, you were going like how you just said you went ballistic oh. with the flag. You jumped over Your reaction that, was the best. that railing, and you were just jumping around like a madman. So was was yeah. that? What, what was that moment like for you as a teammate? That one gives me goosebumps. Yeah, right loved there. him. Um, awesome. Well, so Flo signed with us when he was 16 years old and from a different country. So it wasn't like it was a straightforward path. Like that's didn't know the language, you know what I mean? Or is learning one kind of on the fly and spoke. He, he spoke English fluently and learned it quick. But anyway, all that to say that we'd come up in the minor leagues together. Our first instructs in spring training in 2000 six like we were there together and to see him just laid open naked in front of the whole world like that vulnerable it hurt my heart mm. a lot um at shortstop the night before because well that's your guy and he's got nowhere to run he's just kind of on display and there's nothing you could do for him except mm. kind of just tell him to love him sense. yeah and then he cracked the homer and i was like yes <laughs> You can yeah. take the word. It's okay. Yes, <laughs> Thrown it there. That's what happened. And so I came flying out and I actually do remember jumping up in the air because as I got up in the air, I feel like I was like, dang, I feel really hot right now. <laughs> and so that was it just this, I'd say maybe the same sort of emotional response that he was having on the field and the night before, like that's the euphoric feeling I had maybe on the other end. So like the, the yin and the yang, like as much as you can go one way, there's that there's experience, maybe that much darkness in one way, there's that much light in the other direction. And I was like, yeah, get out of here, ball. See ya. So uh, we got another one here. I know you were talking about your free time and then you went back to school, but Mets mom on Twitter wants to know, would you ever consider coaching at the MLB level Ooh. at some time in the future? Well, that's a, that's a nice, that's a great question. I don't know if somebody would want me. Yeah. They want me. Um, there's something about being, being in the midst of the, of kind of the grind with the guys that when you're doing life together and you have this same goal that you're attaining to. And I really enjoy talking about hitting as well too. And so, sure. yeah, it's something that interests me. Um, right now, I would say that since this is the first time I've gotten to pick my own friends in like 20 years <laughs> this one and the kids, but I still watch baseball every night. I find it to be just supremely entertaining. Yeah. I enjoyable. needed a minute. He didn't <laughs> I'm like, not ready. Yeah. When I told her I was going to Atlanta, she's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Should we go? And I was like, I'm going to watch Jake. So it'd be Donnie Stevenson and Daniel Murphy as the uh, the approach coaches next year. What a combo! <laughs> Donnie Stevenson. So that's I, that's Alonzo, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah they, but they I also hired this actor now. Keep my who just on him as best I can. Yeah. So this is more of just uh, a some props instead of a 
a uh, question. Uh, Seamus on uh, on YouTube wants you to know that he's your favorite player, and he's you are the reason he wears number twenty eight. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you, Seamus. So, listen, guys, you've been phenomenal. I know we took up way more time than you probably thought we were, especially with the sick so kid at home. Uh, we can't thank you enough for coming on, and honestly. Anytime you want to come back on, if you ever want us to promote anything for you, Prom for Series sure. is a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. Follow and them at Prom Series on Instagram. Don't forget. Well, mm -hmm. sincerely, thanks for having yeah, us. Thank and, you. and you guys doing this like live on air, like what you've done with Seven Line is really an achievement. Like, congratulations to you. It's, you. Um, it's awesome for us to see from here and for you guys to run the live show like this is it's really impressive. So it's quite the achievement what you guys have done with Seven Line. Enjoy uh, Pittsburgh. Hopefully the Mets get the W. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate Thanks, guys. it. Thank you, guys. Thank Darren, you. Julia, thank you so much. Bye. Oh, I love them so much. That was great. They're honestly, I could go on and on forever. I've always loved Daniel Murphy, but I am truly such a simp for Tori Murphy. I think she's just the coolest, most awesome human being. That was so much fun. I'm so glad we did that. Yeah, everyone in the comments is checking in saying it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. If you're listening afterwards, we uh, appreciate you as well. But try to catch the live show. I know this is a little random for us on Monday. I know. You know what? We we're working around their 10, kids' 15. camp schedule. The kids were supposed to be in camp, and then we had a sick kid. But I so appreciate their time because, honestly, having to balance three kids a weekday show in the middle of the day, that's not easy. So props to them. Thank you again, Tori and Daniel, for doing that because that was so much fun. I love them so much. So Daniel uh, mentioned at the end there, Pittsburgh. Yes. And we will be in Pittsburgh this weekend. We're going to head in on Friday. I'm going to the game Friday night. I'm just, I'm curious if he's going to pitch on Friday. Maybe he's going to pitch on Saturday. Hopefully not Sunday. Yeah. Watch, watch. It's going to happen. I know, it's going to be Sunday as we're on the plane going home. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, head on down to the pregame. If you're going to be in Pittsburgh, even if you're not uh, sitting, with, sitting us. with us, you could certainly still come to the pregame party. So we're going to be at McFadden's. It's right near the left field entrance, I believe. Can't miss it. The whole area turns into basically a party. They close the streets down. It's a really fun time. Right. Uh, so Coors Light, uh, our good friends at Coors Light, is going to be the drink specials. So it's going to be the, the drink specials are from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. for anyone in our event t-shirt. So if you're coming, definitely wear your pit it in the books t-shirt, which Howie Rose says he loves. Uh, unfortunately, he's not going to be on the call this weekend. Oh, He's off this weekend. Of course he so, is. Okay, I, he could come. <laughs> I sent him a tweet. I'm like, hey, uh, if and when the Mets went on Saturday, can you say pit it in the books instead? Uh -huh. And he says, I'm actually not going to be there. Oh, that stinks. Well, he wouldn't be there anyway, but he's not doing the call. Right. So uh, we're going to be there this Saturday. It's on 211 North Shore Drive. Not that you really need the address. Just go to the ballpark and go mm -hmm. to McFadden's. The specials are going to run from 3 to 7 o'clock. The game's at 7, so you're probably not going to want to be there till 7. So you can no. walk over and see first pitch. $3 Coors Lights and $5 Well Drinks. If you are sitting with us, so definitely come on down. You've been, you went there last time as well. I did. I spent a lot of time in that McFadden's. <laughs> I had a great time. It was a great time. Yeah. So uh, after you're done with the event, if you happen to go to the outing with us and you want to do something with your t-shirts, go to Project Repat USA on Instagram, follow their account, get in the running for the free uh, t-shirt quilt. So mm -hmm. they take t-shirts or jerseys or polo shirts or whatever your favorite garment is. They cut it into squares and turn it into a t-shirt quilt. This all started back in 2012 and they have over 500,000 happy customers. What they're doing specifically for our listeners and viewers is they are giving away a free t-shirt quilt every month, uh, specifically to a Mets fan. So all you have to do is go to project repat USA on Instagram, follow their account, and each month they will select one winner to win a free t-shirt quilt. If you don't happen to win or you want to buy a second one, go to their website. It's projectrepat.com. 
and uh, definitely show them some love because they show it to us For and sure. they are uh, big supporters of the show. So uh, we are closing in on an hour now. We do have to get to our, our share winners. contest winners from last week. Yes. Oh, and I'm, I'm sorry. I have to give a shout out to fact checker Danny Boy, who I met at the game and just said I would do that. Hello, Danny Boy. Thank Hello, you. Danny Boy. And Continue. you know what? I like that people, do, they don't mind that we call them the fact No, checkers. they loved it. And that's why it's I wanted to honor. encourage that and by giving him the shout out. It's an honor. It's <laughs> yeah. an honor to be a fact it. checker. Because we don't have any staff. Yeah. This, this is it. You're you look, are our staff. You're looking at it. Yeah. I got the soundboard here. I got some <laughs> buttons to push. And the uh, button. we got, some, I don't know if you guys can hear, we, we got some doorbells well, going let's, off. Let's give Lizzie some credit. She helps us out when like letting us know if she can hear us or not. So you know, Lizzie we got, got, Lizzie. got it off the hook with the with the show now because we don't do calls anymore. <laughs> that, Lizzie had to run back and forth. Although she right did just go numbers. answer the door when the doorbell was ringing if anyone heard yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> So shout out to everyone here. Thanks, uh, and especially Meg, yes, Megan, Megan and Lizzie too. last week got all those um, those packages out to Pittsburgh. So we were kind of under the gun there. We lost 4th of July, which was Sunday. We were off mm -hmm. on Monday. So we did our best to get the packages out. But let's get to last week's winners. Yes. All you have to do right now, if you want to be in the running for next week, is just share the show uh, on Twitter at KTKelly172 and on Facebook, Travis Yee. They are both getting the DeGrom jersey from last week. Is and it a jersey or a replica jersey? They call it a replica jersey, but it's a jersey. Okay, cool. You know, it's well, yeah, it's a jersey, you know, button up yeah, jersey. Love it. So they're the winners from last week. Get involved for next week. Just share the show, and that's how you'll you'll be put in the running. If you are going to LA with us, I know that time is of the essence here because it's only, you know, I don't know how many weeks away, but it's mm. next month. I am going to have the discounted hotel link today. Oh, cool. So I know I've been saying that last week and you know, it is locked up. I know where we're staying. I just don't have the link yet. I should have it sometime this morning and we will email everyone that's going. If for some reason you don't get the email, I will put the link in the listing of the LA tickets, which are now sold out, but the listing will update with the link for the hotel. If you want to secure a hotel room. So, uh, did we get to everything? I think so. Oh, my sad news. Oh, sad news. Uh, Julia has a koala bear that died. No, I, I adopted koalas at a Australia koala hospital after all the wildfires last year. And the koala I adopted has passed away. So RIP by Abara Jones. Thank I don't you. have any sad sounds it's here. It's fine. Just do the fart noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's. That's fucked up. Yes. Sorry, no, your really koala bear died. About it. I'm going to adopt another one so I can still be making a difference for koalas everywhere. So All right, that's guys. my sad news. So listen, we'll see you in Pittsburgh. Show next Monday. Are we doing a show next Monday after right after Pittsburgh? Maybe We're gonna we'll be talk shot. About that. Maybe we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. I think we are, but I don't think it's gonna be at 10 15 in the morning. Definitely so, not. No. Thank you guys for watching. Tell your friends to watch the replay if you happen to miss the interview. Mm -hmm. Thank you to the Murphys for coming yes, on. Yes, the best. Shout out to Coors Light, Dugout Mugs, Project Repat. And prom series. And prom series. We will see you guys next week. Have fun in Pittsburgh and let's go, Mets. Good uh good luck to Pete tonight. Yes, let's go, Pete. Repeat. L F G M. Love it. See you guys. Bye.